I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny. I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. Yeah, and you drop your voice. That could be our first intro. (laughs) So without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. (laughs) For this episode, you get a special treat. It's actually a recording that's taken from our first recording session of Something Shiny Ever, which, goodness, is now over three and a half years ago. And in this episode, we are joined by my husband, Bobby, who also has ADHD. Welcome, Bobby. Um, And you'll get to see behind the curtain a little bit as we talk about impulsivity, response cost, And across several parts, um, we're going to cover how we each realized we had ADHD. Um, Just putting this out there, um, each person's journey to learning about ADHD is very, very different. Um, Some people get an official diagnosis first. Some people self-diagnose. Some people have friends and family um, encouraging them to seek support. Um, So everyone's story is going to be different, and we want to offer just some variety to begin with, um, and we hope you enjoy. Without further ado, welcome to our first recording for Something Shiny. A big piece of the story is that it has only come into my awareness truly in the last, I want to say, year, literally since I've been working with you, David. And what happened is I was coming to you because I was working with a lot of clients who were, you know, coming to me saying, hey, you know, I have this diagnosis, ADHD, da, da, da. And I was like, I don't know a lot about it. Grad school, didn't learn anything really about it. So I was asking you for for help. Point being, I was doing this a whole lot. And every time we talked, I was like, oh, that's fascinating. Oh, this is so good. Oh my gosh, it's so helpful. And then I'd immediately go home and be like, hey, Bobby, I've got information for you because oh, yeah. I think you need it. And so I was doing this for a while. I think while. you need it. I was doing this for a while. So I had become totally convinced even before you were diagnosed that you had ADHD, right? Oh, yeah. Like, well, you I was... said, you go, you have ADHD. <laughs> that is, is what you said. That is what I That's said. What said. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, completely there was no not veil. really was diagnosing you. I'm just Multiple you. times going... Bobby, you have ADHD. Yeah, and I didn't. And you know, the best part is even at the time, thank goodness for whatever reason, I didn't carry a sense of like, oh, that that would be a bad thing. I always thought like, oh, this is going to be really helpful for you to know. And it's only going to get better if you know that kind of feeling. But I definitely didn't deliver it in a great way. I'm learning. I'm still learning. So I was doing this and then, and then I would like, I would sometimes think after sessions, I was like, you know, I have so much fun with my clients who have ADHD. It's just like, we move so fast and it's just not that I don't have fun with other clients, but it's just a different like tenor, right? 
And then I would come to you and I'd be like, oh man, like, right. And I, I just did that for like, I don't know, at that point, like almost a year or something. Mm-hmm. And then finally one day, I remember I had this realization, another colleague of ours had come up to me and we were talking and she said something like, oh, and by the way, like, I remember when I realized I had ADHD, da, 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 da. And she started talking about things that are more specific to women with ADHD. And she, I can't remember the example she used was, oh, it's like, you know, when you go up to get a cup of coffee and then you like end up cleaning the kitchen and then you end up like picking up three things in the kitchen and then you circle back to the bathroom and then you forget why you went in the kitchen. And then two hours later, you're like, damn it. Like I needed my coffee. Right. And she said that, and I swear this was late at night, end of the day, the color drained from my face. I started to shake and I went, oh my, I literally had this flash in my brain that was like, oh, somebody else does that? Like that was my thought. And the next day I remember I was so nervous and I came to you. It was like, again, between sessions. And I went like, David, I think, I think I might have it. And you, you just like so warmly, you're like, yeah, I know. And then you're like, welcome to the tribe. And I was like crying and like, oh, I feel so welcome. And it was wonderful. But it's interesting because in retrospect, I can look back through so many, I'm like, how, how the beep did I survive so long without realizing I had it? Right. And I'm like, this is hilarious. So you're like your story, Bobby, when I was a kid, so English is my second language. My parents are Polish immigrants. They purposely didn't teach me English because they didn't want me to have an accent. Although their accent is delightful. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so I got sent to preschool and my mom got called in and she still tells the story where like my first parent teacher conference, she gets called in. She's fully expecting they're going to say, you're going to need ESL, you know, you're going to need to like get, you know, special English lessons. And she comes in and she's like bracing herself. And the teacher is just talking about how I can't shut up. And like, apparently I learned English, English from a television right? in English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From a television because Lord knows I love my TV and I couldn't shut up. And then that trend continued. I like in all the classes I was ever in, I think it was just, I had lucky stars. I had teachers at every point. I look at the moment where I was that kid who was distracting everyone else in the classroom. And I had a teacher who was, I remember second grade, so smart. She would purposely bring like special books for me to read. And then she'd be like, it's time for your special book. And I would go like hyper focus in a corner or just daydream and write a story. Cause that's all I would do. Um, so that continued. And then, and then I'm like, how did I survive college? Because I went like to Harvard, which is insane, like how I even got it, right? But then I'm like, how did I survive? I hate it. I was, I was miserable. It was the worst experience aside from the friends I made. And my professors were pretty cool. But it was a horrible experience. I'm like, how did I survive? Oh, yeah, because coincidentally, I was prescribed Wellbutrin, which I have now come to learn helps with focus. And then as soon as I weaned myself (laughs) off of it, I literally was running around to all my friends going, guys, I think I have ADHD. I can't focus. And everyone's like, oh, it's withdrawal symptoms. And I, and I like couldn't do it anymore. Whatever magic had happened was gone. And I became completely all over the place for the next couple of years. Then and then I promise it's almost over, everyone. No, no, no. And then, and then talk about like what things have to align for this to continue, right? And then I, w- I had like a corporate gig before I went into um, studying uh, counseling psychology and health psychology. 
And in that corporate gig around that time, like suddenly I could really focus on all these really boring things because I was, I had hypothyroidism. And I had undiagnosed pretty severe hypothyroidism Which, for most of my wow. adult life. And anytime my meds would be in, my thyroid meds were increased to a level that was actually what they should be, I would report that I was becoming very anxious and scattered, couldn't sleep. <laughs> so I was always given a lower dosage. And so I was maintained on a low dose because I was secretly self-medicating you were, my ADHD symptoms. Un, you were like wearing a lead vest. I was literally wearing my own internal lead vest. So explain. So explain to me what that what that means. So you said you you were you're wearing a lead vest. Okay. Meaning you were the medication that you were taking for your thyroid for okay. the Hashimoto's. That's a great question. So and I'm sorry. At one point I was you just both, like looking right at yeah because you, you know the story. For those of you listening. Uh, uh, Isabel and David both had this moment where they were like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm there too. Hold on. I need a little, I need a couple more steps. Can you, sh- can you push me? Give me a push into this direction. Cause Completely. I connect. I'm so, so what I'm you're saying was that your hyper hypo or hyper thyroid, my hypothyroid. So I had that was lower blocking thyroid levels, which means my metabolism is lower. Gotcha. My body is not able to have as much of the juice it needs Can I to jump? do it. Most stuff. people would report lethargy yes. with this, with this sure, like sure. thyroid condition, but yes. your lethargy was taking away the impulses and ADHD that was inherent gotcha. in you. Exactly. So that's what was so, masking it. Exactly. So that's when you said lead vest. That makes more sense to me. And this and, is the yeah. lead up to that day when I like cried with you. And then, or the night before, actually, I sat there and I, had, I was reading, I think it was delivered from distraction for like the third time. And I'm sitting there on the couch and Bobby comes in and Bobby, I think I looked at you and I'm like, and I'm, la- I'm half laughing and I just go, I think I have it too. I really do. I think I have it too. Did you know what I said? Yeah. What did you say? Tell tell everyone what you said. I go, oh, no, you don't. (laughs) I said, are you kidding me? The most focused person, the most like put together person I know. I said, you don't have it, Isabel. I said, you're, you're web MDing this because you know how you go on and you're like, I have the Reginald disease. What's that? Oh my. Dried elbows. My right. elbows are dry. I'm going to need an iron lung. Oh, my gosh. Uh, is my skin turning purple? Kind of. I think that's, a, you know, and so I thought that, that it was totally turning into, you know, like hypo, being kind of a hypochondriac about it. Or psychochondriac. Totally. Yeah, a psychochondriac. Oh. Cyber. You know, it, you get on the line. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Cyberchondriac. Cyberchondriac. That is a, you know what? I'm writing that down. That's a cool word. And I just looked at her and I go, don't take this away from me. <laughs> Like I go, don't, I said, don't take this away from me. <laughs> of all the things, because I just found out. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I you, just you found out. You had just come to terms for yourself. I just come you to, were, yeah, yeah, that's right. I just come to terms. And I was like, don't, uh, you literally don't take this away from me. <laughs> and then, and she, and then we had, and then I pretty much was like, you don't have it. And here's why. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this trained professional, I feel, I think I've also failed to say that I'm an actor by, <laughs> by my day. So I can pretend like I know what I'm talking about pretty well. Well, you also, you do like freelancing, you do video exactly, stuff, exactly. Work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. But, yeah. but anyway, but, but, uh, which all makes you completely qualified, which still qualifies me yeah. is that I direct, produce and act. But I just was like, I was like, no, you don't, don't take this away from me. And then it within, I'd say by the next day, two days later, I was like, oh, oh my God, you have this. Oh my God. No, you're right. You're right. And it was like, and I don't know if in, 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 I don't know if it was one of those things where 
it was that you had been adjusting for it or maybe it was that I had missed these things but then like it was it was almost as if the flood, the ADHD floodgates opened in the best way and in the in the way of like <laughs> you're just like ah you know like the you, 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 there were more moments where it felt like you were getting like more kind of scatterbrained as you were figuring things mm-hmm. out but I don't know if that means because you finally like you you had a, the freedom to not have to f- fake it. Do you know? Does that make sense? I think, well, two things have them. One, and I just want to throw in another detail, which I think is funny, which is that after you said, don't take this away from don't me, from I was me. like, I'm not. And also, and when you were like, you're the most focused, organized person I know. That was where it was coming from. It yeah. wasn't me saying like, I, I just my, want to preface that. It yeah. wasn't me being selfish going, no, this is my <laughs> mental illness, not yours. You know, yes. have whatever you want. And no, we it will was get me, into yeah. how it's actually a neuro- Neurological difference. Neurological right? difference. Okay, thank you. But That's continue. why you are the trained. Not that pros. mental illness is something right, exactly. to not embrace, right? But here's a thought: um, is that when you said that, I remember me saying something like. Sweetie, I think that's just based on your sample size. I just think we have a very small sample size. Of and the two of, of us? The two of I, us. I am yeah. the one who seems more XYZ right, right. and you seem more XYZ. And I do think part of what happened for me is as soon as I heard you, David, tell me that you, we, you can use anxiety to help again, self-medicate, like to get yourself up and anxious about something and think about it and ruminate on it. And for me, that would be like when I literally, when I'm trying to leave the house, I would be like, like work myself up. And I'm always, I would always be like, Bobby, where are my keys? Like I'd be running around. And then suddenly when I you knew that I was doing that, yeah. I lost the anxiety. I couldn't do it anymore. You didn't and it's need like to my, be anxious my, anymore. It's like my little hack stopped working and it became really obvious. You were, we were, we were both outed. Like how I couldn't yeah. do it at all. Yeah. Anyway, that's my origin story. It's a great origin story. Thank you. Your turn. All right. So <laughs> should I say it like Batman? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. We can dim the light. <laughs> yes. Um, the question that I really have is like, how how deep do we want to go? Because because I honestly think my origin story, if we're talking about like LD ADHD stuff, mm-hmm. fifth grade, we got to yeah. start there. Start yeah. there. That's about that's that's spokesmanship award was fifth grade. So mm-hmm. yeah, elementary school. So the first thing I have to acknowledge is I'm not just. I mean, I'm literally wearing a shirt that says ADHD, and I'm very <laughs> proud of that. And I'll tell anyone in the world because I have ADHD and I'll impulsively talk all the time, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have something called symbol recognition disorder or better thought of like a really severe form of dyslexia. Mm-hmm. So I can't like sound out words and letters don't really make sense to me. I memorize the way they look. Mm-hmm. Like a whole word at a time? Kind yeah, of? whole word. Like, so my spelling is atrocious, but I'll have like the right dot over the right area. <laughs> right. I'll right, have the right, right like, number of circles and like the right number of sticks, but like nothing else would make sense. Mm-hmm. So people knew I was different. Right away. It was clear. But I also had this like drive to write these like five to six page stories when I was in fifth grade of gobbledygook. Like I couldn't even read it back to anyone. Mm-hmm. And people were like, there's something there's something wrong with you. Please go get tested. And they wouldn't say things like wrong. They'd say like, you're pretty different or yeah. please check your spelling. And then like every word would be underlined in red. And I'd be like, I'm not going to the dictionary because then I'd have to go like start sounding out words. And I didn't know how to spell the word in the first place. So how do you find it up in the dictionary? Like, that is an inherent design flaw. It, it, inherent. Like everything about this process felt a lot worse for me mm-hmm. but what never got validated for me was the fact that I also had ADHD mm-hmm. and so it looked like I was lazy or not willing to put in the extra time or not willing to put in the extra work and I really really struggled in school mm-hmm. um, the struggles in school like got significantly worse 
mm-hmm. as I got closer to high school. And I think that's where it gets really important because for me, uh, middle school is a disaster. And let's just like, no, no kid in the world comes back with a story of like, my favorite time in life <laughs> is oh middle school. No. Right. With Stuff sixth and dreams. seventh grade. Oh, yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. You know what I loved about seventh grade? Yeah. No one says. <laughs> like, knows. no one says. You know what? I know that'll be next episode. Right. Like, yeah. you, what I loved about seventh grade? Yeah. <laughs> the cookies for your birthday. And that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's but, the shortest podcast episode ever. <laughs> so, in. You know, like fast forward through the crap that was middle school. I wasn't testing well. I wasn't, I didn't get into high school well. And I went to a really prestigious, fancy North Shore high school. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to acknowledge because this is a high school with all the resources. Like mm. they had like the quarter million dollar AV lab, like, like before, <laughs> like I knew what AV was. Right, like the, right. the internet hadn't been existed yet, but yeah. they had an AV lab. Like, mm-hmm. The school also had a really good special ed department. They really had, uh, they had competent professionals. Mm-hmm. And I was never diagnosed as ADHD because I was deemed too smart. My IQ was too high. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. said, they said, you know, you, your IQ is too high. Uh, that's your, that, that's, this is your, your symbol recognition disorder. Like you just need to really focus on discipline and you have a behavior disorder. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, school sucked once I got that label. And to be clear, I think I got that label in my freshman year, yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once I got that label, I started deciding, like, and this is where response cost comes in. Like, my brain had no idea to know, like, the consequence I was going to get myself in. But I was like, you know what? Screw it. I don't need school. You want me to go there? I'm going to punish you. I'm not going to go to school. And then I ended up ditching, like, 33, 34 classes in a quarter, mm-hmm. which is which is unbelievable to think about because it means I'm literally going to school for a class and leaving, <laughs> like yeah. or a couple of classes yeah, yeah. and yeah, then leaving. Yeah. And my my my, I would go back home and play Mortal Kombat, and all my friends would ditch school and come over and hang out. And next thing I knew, I was running with all the delinquents. Mm-hmm. And then before you knew it, I was kicked out of high school. Mm-hmm. And I was kicked out of high school because I had behavior problems, so I was sent to the behavior alternative school. Mm-hmm. Still not diagnosed ADHD. But all of a sudden, school wasn't such a failure experience. And we can get into, like, why it was such a failure experience for me later. But, like, yeah. school wasn't so fa- like wasn't so failing for me. Like, I didn't, I got A's because there was no more homework done. And in alternative schools, you do all the homework in class. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, what I never realized as a kid, would they'd give me homework. I wouldn't do it. And then I'd be embarrassed to go to class the next day. I never realized I was embarrassed because I didn't do the homework. I thought I was an idiot. And that's why I didn't do the homework. Yeah. So all of a sudden... I was going to school every day prepared because I wasn't able to mess up. I had no attendance problems. I graduated and ended up getting myself into college, and I went to, like, Western Michigan University, like, go Broncos. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right? yeah, go Broncos. My first semester there, uh, I go get a physical, and this doctor goes, you have ADHD. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. This doctor is a quack, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, is it like, a, well, can, I, can I put my pants on? I mean, no, no, this doctor is an absolute quack, and, and uh, he had me, like, do the World Health Organization uh, checklist, which... When you're in a freshman in college, you're like, well, this is official. It's the World Health Organization checklist. Mm-hmm. But it's five things. And it's like, have you ever burned something on the stove? Have you ever fallen asleep while driving? It's like, it's the worst questions to assess ADHD. And I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And the person's like, you definitely have ADHD. And they gave me medicine. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. my life changed. Yeah. From before I got medicine, I want to say I was a C student at best. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fights. Got kicked out of school, mm-hmm. a lot of behavior problems. Not like I wasn't like a bully, so I want to be very, very clear about that. But I, I would relentlessly defend people to a place where like I got in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
then all of a sudden I get this medicine. And I remember the first day I took the medicine, I, uh, I didn't have the urge to run outside. But th that's just it. I would wait for the last minute before class and then I would run outside. Right, right. Uh -huh. I actually was like, oh, I can leave in 10 minutes. And I left. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, this yeah. is what I, I remember walking down the stairs going, this is what a normal person does. Oh, <gasps> yeah. And then later that night, I had homework where I had to read a chapter. And I'm like, well, let me see what that's like. And I actually sat down and opened the book. And now for me, I would always start reading one line. And I thought this was my symbol recognition disorder. And I would jump and start finishing the line right below it. Mm -hmm. um, that's an eye tracking issue, like really correlated with ADHD. People skip and read the wrong line. And then you have to read the same line again. It destroys the novelty, which means I don't want to read. Screw this. I'm going to go outside and play Frisbee. Yeah, because yeah. like yeah. suddenly the first line is boring. It's like, why Because you read it back? six That's times. Why. And yeah. is this, this is the thing you told me where I, you highlight every word. Uh -huh. That's it, what I did. Highlighting every word <laughs> was helping me keep word. on track so I wouldn't jump to the wrong line. But all of a sudden with this medicine, I didn't do that. I wasn't even jumping to the wrong line and I didn't have to have a piece of paper on the lines. I was actually reading. And then I realized I'd been reading for 25 minutes, which was the longest stretch of time I've ever read in my life. And I'm in college. Wow. And then all of a sudden I realized, I, I, I remember telling my, my parents, they're like, well, you're getting straight A's now. How are you getting straight A's? Because I went from C averages to straight A's. And I go, it's crazy. You just do your homework and they give you straight A's. <laughs> I thought I'd figured out a hack. Like, yeah. I thought that, that was like a thing. Like, idiots. <laughs> All I got to do is homework. And so from then on, realizing that I had ADHD in this origin story, I started what can I do to make sure someone else has a different path? Because I could see all the foibles in my past that were like absolutely destroying my life, ripping me apart. I wanted to die at a certain point. Like, I definitely didn't want to be alive. It's like, mm -hmm. can't read a book. I'm better at being like a joker. Why would I like pay attention to what any of these guys are? I'm going to make it sure. be a joker. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Finding worth in saving people and like saving people from falling down in the same kind of way that like you fell down. And so yeah. I got involved with all these organizations, one of them being Eye to Eye, which is a, a program that takes learning disabled uh, mentors and has them work with like middle school students and they do our projects together. So we line up the same LDs. So ADHD uh, college student works with an ADHD middle school student and they like work on a project like- Oh, that's amazing. Like oh, that's a so amazing. book I mean, explosion, yeah. right? Yeah, so the book yeah. explosion is we give them an old book uh, that they've never seen before and they rip out all the pages they don't want and then they put in any pages they do want and they make it whatever story they want. Whoa. One kid in this group, this is like this is so perfect for LD stories, grabbed all the pages on the inside of the book and ripped the entire like all of the pages out and took a package of Cheetos and put it in the, in the book and said, I want a book that when every time I open I have Cheetos and we were all amazed at the genius. And here's I, I want that. Right, right. I want like, that so bad. Like all of a yeah. sudden these kids oh. aren't getting shamed for learning differently and you can clearly see where this kid is having a hard time. Like he doesn't want to read. He's ripping every page out. Mm -hmm. And so from working with eye to eye, I moved on and became a speaker for them. And I would go around talking about how we can do things differently and talk about life hacks for ADHD and LD in general and LD rights and how we can fight ableism and what we can do to like change school districts and change the lives for other kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got involved with a place called, I feel like I'm going to on too long. I don't know if I should. No, no you're please, going on. You're okay. right. this is can I, so can I, can I pause for one second and, yeah. and ask LD is is learning disorder, right? It's learning disability. Learning disability. But okay. when I when I say LD, I just want to be clear. I'm I'm saying learning difference. Learning difference. Okay. Because cool. a learning disability is a is a is a really crappy term. That's what I've learned. That's what I you know I mean just again being the 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 non pro in this world like because that's what I I thought that so learning difference. Well, I don't have a learning disability, right? I have a yeah. sitting still disability. Awesome. 
I don't have a learning yeah. disability. I have an impulse control disability. I'll learn people under the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, the yeah. people yeah. like this. What? What? That's, but like, yeah. but it's mm -hmm. the, the way that we've talked about it as a learning disability. This is the way we've marginalized people. Yeah. So educate. Yeah. That's great. I mean, again, the mind blown. Yeah. Sound effect. So please continue. I also worked with an organization called uh, Special Kids Network, um, and then I worked with an organization called Safe and Pen, which is Parents Education Network. They're out in California. Mm -hmm. um, all of them have the same model of working with kids and adults to do mentorship to really help enrich people's lives and give context. Um, from there, I also worked with the, with the State Department in Nevada doing education interventions and working with all the kids in Nevada that are um, identified as learning disabled and high achievers. We have a conference once a year. Mm -hmm. Doing all this work has really helped me meet and talk with so many different people that have ADHD. And I've learned things like if you've seen one person with ADHD, you've seen one person with ADHD. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. yes. that, that no, no one person is alike, but all of these people need the validation that they've never gotten before. Yeah. All these people feel like they've been lost, forgotten, marginalized, let down, shut out, failures in life. And the only way they know how to internalize and, and live with these messages is to make the narrative all their fault. Yeah. Education and understanding and learning about ADHD can fight, like, can help people know it's not on purpose. Oh, yeah. Help yeah. partners know it's not on purpose, mm -hmm. can decrease the pain that people experience. So, like, my origin story is I can't spell, but I want to change the world. It's a great mm. origin story. I'm That's where we need the soundboard to do like, is so like, good. like it's so good. Crazy I mean, arena applause right now. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> I mean, genuinely. I think I think it's it's um I think it's one of those things it's hard to not I mean genuinely, thank you for sharing. That is I mean I think the variables everyone, like, that get important. So thank you. I mean but I think like the reason I'm I'm being this transparent is like everyone has that part of their life where they're like well, I was kicked out of high school. This, I'm worse than this person. Or like, they don't understand, like, I don't buy Christmas presents for my friends. I'm worse than this person. Yeah. And like, they use the narratives that we don't talk about to like anchor themselves to reality that isn't fair. Yeah. You know, and so the more we can be transparent, and this is where ADHD and LD, these experiences are so much different in terms of like mental health or, or just actual understanding that it's so important for someone else to go first, mm -hmm. for someone to model that we're supposed to make mistakes, we're supposed to ask for help, and we're not supposed to have the answer, and we only learn in groups. Yeah, Bobby is nodding and just... In 1,000% in agreement. <laughs> yeah. So let's make like a podcast group and yeah. change the world. Yeah. yeah, let's like make a podcast and change the world, or try. Well, it's I'm impulsive, trying. so like I don't really understand the response cost on what I'm saying when I say change the world. So like I'm just like I just want to like change the world. <laughs> to like, be fair, I don't think anyone in this room does either. Yeah, so like, it's like four company. donuts. Yeah, yeah, it's like four donuts. Yeah, yeah, totally. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, "Hey, I'm nothing," stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny. That's right. Just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of, and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.